Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihayuer. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, we are joined by Lucinda Price, aka Frooms, the CEO of Frooms World, an international one woman business specializing in scripting, producing, presenting, and editing. This bitch does everything and is everywhere right now. She's one of Australia's most exciting and fucking hilarious entertainers and has just launched her own new podcast with Nova. Where are all the baby pigeons? Lucinda Price, Yay! thank you so you much guys. for joining yes. us. Yay. Hi. How are you? How was your week? What have you been up to? My week has been good. I just went rollerblading. Oh, my gosh. Oh, are you yeah. good? Yeah. I wow. knew you'd be good. You just look like you'd be an expert You've got the legs. Later. Yeah, Thanks, she's got guys. it. She's got the body for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm actually not that good, but I can just go forward. Mm-hmm. So I just go boom, boom, boom. Amazing. Boom, yeah, boom. yeah. It's quite therapeutic. To to stop, do you jump on the grass still like I do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't have brakes on mine, so I've got to be super cautious. And I wear the pads and stuff. Oh, we love that. And a mouth guard. We love the safety hose. Safety first. Mm. I need to bring up something mm. that the listeners have definitely been across. Yes. I got fucking kicked off Centrelink. Rude. I didn't realise that everyone lied. Um, <laughs> is, 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 is Australian Broadcasting Network just going to cut us off right now? <laughs> they just got to come in. I didn't realise everyone lied. And then when my housemate was like, no, you don't say what you actually do for work. Even I, like, I said that to you. I was like, what do you mean you've got kicked off? You just fucking tell them you go into the interviews and write out your little thing, babe. No, and Jules I, is like, I can't take the risk. I don't want to get deported. Yeah, because I'm not an Australian citizen. I'm a Kiwi. Are you really? I'm only a resident. Yeah. So I don't want to fuck around and get deported back to Rotorua. Shout out, Rotorua. Shout sorry, out. I don't want to go back. <laughs> so fuck. Every time we're loose, we we joke that every time we bring something up in the podcast, the next week, like whether it be boyfriends, houses, anything, like we're suddenly moving out or mm. we're, like that's over. So we're gonna have to start lying, maybe. Oh, I just think it's we the can't. way forward. Right? Well, now you definitely can't go back to Centrelink now that you've dropped this. Nah. No. Especially, no, I definitely can't, yeah. yeah. Oh, the government's definitely listening in. Yeah. For sure. They're obsessed with good bitches. They love good people bitch. at Centrelink. <laughs> there are some good bitches in Centrelink. There really for are. Sure. Shout out, shout out. Um, now, listeners, you will know about a past a past <laughs> lover that I have to bring up, Joe. Something happened to me on Sunday night. So oh, goodness. I was with Lil Scrappy, actually. Our oh, friend. I love Lil Scrappy. Yeah. We, uh, speaking of nicknames, I was yeah. with Lil Scrappy and she wanted to see my new house. And I was like, come over, babe, we'll have a champers here and then we'll go to my new local. Yeah. She's like, easy, fucking any, any excuse to have a champagne. Yeah. So we go to my local and we order food and we go to sit down and I just hear this like, hey, from across the room. Oh, and I'm no. like looking, looking around. It's fucking Choke Daddy and oh, his friends. Oh, <laughs> my God. Not Choke Daddy. That That's a story for a, another time. But I went home and I was telling my housemates, and I've got a new housemate, and he does. he's not across my hectic skits life. Love that. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. You actually call this guy Choke Daddy? And I was like, yeah, it's just a nickname that's kind of caught on. And he was like, I would just never call any of my mates like a, a nickname that's so crass and I was thinking surely I'm not the only one like what are some pet names that you guys have called in people that is a joke between your friends like please help me out you go <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be sitting tired on this Lose one is looking at me definitely I think you know I will say I have a little bit of a different strategy mm. than you mm-hmm. I've definitely done the nasty 
the nasty names mm-hmm. like you know naughty thought or yeah, yeah. Um, club club king club dick yeah club dick or mm-hmm. something like that just if you've met them out at 3am mm. you know you know who it is mm-hmm. but I will say I've done more of the you know when you've got you know a fuckboy on the go for him you know the ones and he's calling and you don't want to play yourself yeah I will save his number as do not answer or wow. he made you cry he left you in the ditch. Like, so, was something he's done to me or, like, a warning signal? So when the number comes up, I'm like, no, bitch, we're not going back there. They just have a specific ringtone. It's yes. like, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> yeah. Lucinda, what about you, my darling? Crazy frog ringtone. Yes. Yeah. Get that's that away. Cl- that's a classic, isn't it? Oh, my God, I feel like I'm really boring. Do I have names for guys? Hmm. Or have you ever maybe just skipped the whole naming process and just left just the number? I feel like that's another great tip because then you're not making them so important. True. Oh, right? I have a strategy. So yeah. if I'm dating someone, so I was dating a guy recently and he looks like – he looks – Oh, God, what's this going to be? <laughs> he, he looks like Krusty the Clown. Oh. oh. Like he's got curly hair. Look, we all have our types. We're not judging. I mean, and Anthony Wiggle gets me like, yeah. going. So he's hot. Thank you. He's hot. Don't come for my man, though. So wait, so wait. Even though he was your boyfriend, you still saved it as Krusty the Clown on your phone. Well, it's more like online. So I'd be writing about things and I'd yeah. say Krusty. I try not to refer to my relationships yeah, online. Okay. But if I were ever talking about not being single, yeah. I'd be like Krusty the Clown or like Krusty. Yeah, yeah. And he loved it. Uh, he loved it. Yeah. We love a man oh, with a sense of humour. what a humble humor. guy. Yeah. Mm. You know? I feel like all the guys we call is like, yeah, like big dick Harry. It's always nasty. <laughs> Actually, yeah, fuck that. We're giving them way too much. We gas these kings up way fuck too much, off. Eh? yeah. We might have to start calling him small town Stephen or something. We're going to have to, guys. I'm going to take yeah. us to break. Yeah. But stay with us because we get into the world of frooms, but more so, who the fuck is Lucinda Price? Follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod. We'll see you after this. <laughs> GBs, you're back with Jules and Jodes featuring the one and only Lucinda Price, a.k.a. Frooms. Now, Lucinda, we start off every interview with the same question. What's your love language? Yes, so I listened to a few episodes before I came on. Jules, I know you're a big love language gal. (laughs) So mine, I did a test actually quite recently. Words of affirmation. Mm Mm-hmm. And acts of service, mm-hmm. mostly words of affirmation. Mostly words. Don't care about quality time. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely don't really care. I need a lot of time alone, so yeah. too much quality time gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Um, words of affirmation, I just love when people can say how they feel, mm. especially about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's a big one for me. How does that work in your relationships? Are you like, love you, now fuck off for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I think that's why I'm single. <laughs> um, yeah, that. definitely, definitely the words of affirmation. I think growing up I had acts of service from both of my parents mm, mm-hmm. rather than maybe quality time. Mm-hmm. Apart from my mum, love my mum. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's beautiful. We love that. I love that. Quite wholesome. Now, for our GBs who may not be across your exciting career and and how you've come to be the almighty CEO of Frooms World, could you give our listeners just a quick lowdown of your journey so far? Of course. Yeah. 
I used to work at Pedestrian TV. I worked there for four and a half years. I got that job because I'd been interning at a radio station mm-hmm. and this was in Vine era, mm. which is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. You would have old. killed that, surely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I made a few Vines and they went really, really well. This isn't an era when Facebook was just like promoting any kind of video. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, then I went for a job at Pedestrian. The founder who interviewed me saw that video and is just like a stickler for like finding talent that's going to get big numbers. Yeah. Got that job as a writer. Then they started getting me into the um, paid campaigns. Mm. So I'd host paid campaign videos. And then, yeah, from there I just learned how to host Mm -hmm. um, and write. Mm. Really hectic writing Jules' friend works at Pedestrian would know how hard they work worked us. Yeah. Um, so writing like five articles a day, really like hard up against it. And then I got made redundant in COVID and just had no choice but to make, make my business for Oomsworld. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to get into the redundancy yeah, talk in a that. second. But I want to talk about your new podcast, Where Are All the Baby Pigeons? Launched earlier this month and it seeks to explore the questions that get stuck in our head at strange times, such as when you're speaking to someone really boring or when you can't sleep. What's the craziest thing you've learnt during your research for these episodes? Yes. So an episode that came out last week, which is whether or not periods sync up. Yeah. And they don't. They don't. But every household I've lived in. Yeah. What is with that? So it's just a myth, you reckon, or...? I know it's a myth. Like it's a hundred percent confirmed okay. a myth. She's, she's researching. We're like, no, listen to us, oh, Lucinda. Thank God someone's done the work around here. Jesus. But every, every person who gets their period that I've asked mm. all think that they sync up. Mm. but the research just shows that they don't like they just straight up don't and I think a lot of it's got to do with the fact that we don't have that much research into women's health yeah it's a massive part of it so it's something that I learned doing the podcast was sort of more anthropological ideas about things like periods which I found really interesting so it's Mm. definitely worth a listen yeah I mean it's hard hearing that as sitting Mm. here as two huge woo-woo girls like we're like oh my god the moon's closer that means he's gonna (laughs) text us so like I think maybe it is in our heads I don't like to hear that damn it I know because it's kind of nice having the camaraderie of like we are all blood sisters fucking up the bin next to the toilet all together (laughs) that's how you know 100% Now, you mentioned um, just before the redundancy, right? Mm-hmm. Made redundant from your job due to COVID. But look, what a blessing in disguise. Mm. I mean, since then, you've gone from strength to strength in your career. You know, as a freelancer, you can work for yourself. Do you believe in the in the universe? Are you spiritual in any way? Do you feel like that redundancy happened for a reason? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the redundancy happened for a reason that was mystical. Okay, <laughs> um, it was time for me to go. Yeah. Um, and in terms of things like manifestation, I'm of the belief that you should believe in anything that helps you do things that align with your values. Mm, mm-hmm. So I think it can be really easy when th- when good things happen that seem bad at the start. Yeah. I think it's really easy to say, oh, it's the universe. But if you actually sit down and write a list and figure it out, you can probably see roots of how you got places. Mm-hmm. And for me, I find that powerful rather than throwing my hands up and being like, it wasn't it's me. the universe. Mm. Yeah. I find a lot of power in being able to track where I came from because it encourages me to keep trying. 
Mm. Absolutely. And you yeah. can look back and reflect on your own growth, right? Like how do you feel about where you are now compared to when you first started and, you know, things kicked off? Yeah, totally. I feel I feel as if I'm doing what I always set out to do, which mm. is to make things that I like on my terms mm. and not have to. So the thing that I struggled with when I had a full-time job working in media, and you guys would find this because you have a podcast that you have to do every week. Sometimes you really can't be fucked. Oh cannot be fucked and (laughs) that was always my biggest downfall working for a company because Mm. if you do something that's successful they then expect you to do it again and again and again and I'm the kind of person like I do something once and I do it really well and I don't want to do it again again. I'm on to the next thing so I found that difficult so the best thing about being freelance is that I can come up with any idea any day and just make it happen love that. I love yeah. that. That's like us with the podcast. We started off by having all these like skanky stories and like <laughs> always drinking wine and then there was one one episode and it just started to crack and we were like, can we just cry into the microphone? Do you reckon that would be okay? <laughs> so completely understand. Lucinda, you seem to have done it all from interviewing the biggest stars, uh, Dua Lipa, Pussycat Dolls, Flume, Samuel L. Jackson, just to name a few, to receiving DMs from Shane Warne himself. What's been the biggest what the fuck moment in your eyes? Iconic RE Shane. Mm. <laughs> um, he fully follows me. Oh, I'm I'm one of got, his, I like... want to ask about that. <laughs> yeah, we need to just get quickly. <laughs> Oh, my God, I feel like I'm just going straight into my bag with these answers. But um, the most what-the-fuck moment is when you spend time with someone who you really respect who's Mm. super famous. Mm. So let's just use a hypothetical. We'll call it a hypothetical. Who knows if it actually happened? Okay. Um, I interviewed somebody, let's say, super famous, top of their field, Mm -hmm. regarded like on a worldwide scale famous spent some time with them, got to know them a little bit better and just realised that they are just as sad as I am in a sense. Like it Mm -hmm. it showed me that you can be so highly respected Mm -hmm. and be the absolute peak of your field and still have the exact same anxieties as we do. And I think that kind of sounds obvious, Mm -hmm. but seeing it up close and personal and witnessing it and just being like, oh, fuck, yeah, you feel the same, it gave me a a better understanding of what I'm striving for Mm -hmm. and it helped me step back and think, okay, what are my values because I want to achieve what they've achieved but I don't want to feel like how they feel when I get there. So that's probably the most like pinch me what the fuck moment is just seeing that no matter how successful you get, doesn't money doesn't matter. Yeah, wow. Does that also kind of make you strive a bit more because you're like, well, shit, if if they're on that level – and they're kind of, you know, the cracks are showing, like there's nothing that they have that I don't have in me. Mm. That is exactly what it was. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Because yeah. we think that too as well. Yeah, 100%. And that's that's with the manifesting thing though, mm. right, mm. is like you imagine people like that have somehow manifested it or that they've got some, yeah, key that we don't. But mm. get up close and personal, everybody shits, you know. Mm. Fuck, I love that answer. Strong it's answer. Deep, that's some deep shit for Thanks, guys. Luce, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask Let's just say if Shane Warne had had an epiphany and he's come to his rightful senses and realised that you are the woman for him, would you go there? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, of course. This is the I get asked this question all the time okay. for people who are across the Shane Warne saga, mm-hmm. which has been four years in the making. Yeah. Um, it's always like, yeah, but like would you actually go there? Absolutely, Absolutely. I would. I know confirmed that he loves it 
you know, like mm, always yeah, yeah, yeah. he's down for it. Yeah. Whether or not that's with me, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I would because I've done a lot of research into him and I've watched interviews and stuff like that and he seems like a genuine good guy. Mm. Like he – I know that he like DMs a lot of women and does stuff like that but I've never heard a bad story about him. Like mm. I just think he's a good bloke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's an icon. He's like the most famous Australian ever. And I don't know. I'm attracted to him. I'm not going to try and – I've spent so many years trying to um, – Justify Justify love. my love. <laughs> but he's great and I can't wait. I think I will meet him and it will be perfect one day. I can manifest that. It has to happen. It I mean, has Shane, to baby boy, if Literally. you're listening, come on. She's single. Gorgeous, funny. I mean, and she's only paid us to say the last two words. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. One day. Now, you kept us highly entertained mm. post COVID with your virtual dates. Mm. We love our virtual mm-hmm. dates. They could, sh- your followers could tune in, you know, live on Instagram and basically be a fly on the wall of your personal date. Tell us about that experience and how would you rate it over dates in real life? Oh, it's so fun. They're so, so fun. And I think you can tell in the dates that we're just like me and the guys. There's been two. Yeah. I just jats to be there. Mm-hmm. I think a massive part of it is that I really plan the dates. Like I think maybe it looks on the outside like quite spontaneous. But I send them emails and I'm like, we're going to do this, this and this mm-hmm. and then just let it play out like that. Um, they're really fun because you still – I think because you know it's not necessarily real, mm. it takes some of the – anxiety out of it mm. but the anxiety comes from the fact that yeah like thousands of people are watching it yeah <laughs> <laughs> there'll be like viewing parties and stuff it's so cool but yeah definitely compared to real life I would come away from the dates and text the guys afterwards and be like let's meet up mm. yeah wow because I'm just I'm really I love people that can put themselves out there yeah. and the two guys that I went on the dates with are just the absolute kings of putting themselves out there Mm -hmm. how funny is this i was just with my friend and her housemate is going on a date with the first date guy that i had the live date with tonight wow were you like you fucking yeah (laughs) you've got a slut (laughs) i fucking dare you um no yeah that's happening tonight so maybe i'll have to check in after tonight and yeah. tell you guys what happened so you can yes. update everyone. What if she Please. finds love? What if, you you know, thanks to thanks to Frooms, yeah. she's found love with this guy? Okay, this is what we're going to do from now yeah. on. Frooms yeah. does, the, uh, um, does the online dates yeah. for every single person we actually want to date. So she's like the crash, like the dummy. She does the And pre-work. then we can watch <laughs> it with our popcorn and be like, oh, nah, I didn't like it. He didn't pull his, his seat out, mm. you know? <laughs> Oh, can, my gosh. We're wearing trackies, like, because it's only – you're only up from tits up, no? Yeah, no, I go full hog because I've got yeah. to be mentally, like, in the date. I've got yeah. to feel my best. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. got to look my best. Got Love little that. strappy heels on and everything under the table. Full strappy heels. Oh. And I put candles on, made it – the first one my housemate made, like, a $50 cheese board that we didn't eat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the full thing. Yeah. Really Listen, they're just, like, great. shaving her vagina <laughs> on the <that> date. <laughs> Literally. Going all out. You get lucky, you never know. Oh, speaking of dates, mm. dead or alive, who's your ultimate dream date? Set the scene from up for us. Set the scene. Okay, so obvious. Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm. Oh wow! Was that obvious? Was it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Number one. Even yeah. not even a, in a date sense, he's the kind of person that I never ever want to meet because he's my absolute idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no way. I mean, I kind of think that he would live up 
to everything and I just my brain wouldn't be able to handle it because yeah. I can't be close to him you know what yeah, I mean? yeah but dream date it's 2002 he and I are the same age because I want to be like on level with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. If he were interested in me now, I'd be like, that's fucked. <laughs> 20 years younger. <laughs> right. dream. <laughs> um, and we would meet like in a work setting and we'd both really respect each other's work. <laughs> and we would go out and just get re- get along really well. And whether or not it became a relationship, I don't mind. We'd just be able to have that really special time together. So you find him physically attractive as well? Yeah, he's my type. He's your type? Yeah. Do you? Would you have sex on the first date with him? Yeah, I've got no problem having sex on the first yeah. date. Yeah. Do you guys? Absolutely not. I wish I had more of a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I haven't had sex since like last year, so yeah. I'll take whatever at whatever this point. Whatever we can get at this <laughs> point. Whoever's offering. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to go on a few more live dates for you then. Yeah, thank case. you. You're doing the Lord's work as always. Now, what is on the horizon for Frooms? Are there any dream collabs, partnerships or guests? Yes. So in terms of partnerships, this is how I approach things with brands. I make content for them rather than, you know how like brands come, like you might get this, like brands come to you and they're like, we want you to promote this product. Like I try and make it so it's like, I'm doing this thing. Do you want to sponsor it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, everybody wins. Yeah. But in terms of my big Froomsworld goal, it is to have a variety show, which is called Froomsworld Variety Hour. Doesn't go for an hour, obviously. Don't have enough content. <laughs> Um, Exhausting. (laughs) And basically it's like Rove Live but Froom's World and a bit more modern. So it'll be on Netflix and it's like five or so different segments. So the idea is like each episode will have a theme. So one theme is potato. So we have a whole like variety show about potato. Potato. Like someone cooks a potato, cooking lesson, Um, a a musician comes on and they change their song. So it's got like potato in it, all these things. And then we can break them up and put them online. It's just the best idea. Uh, And we would do that. We would be blindfolded and do a dating show and we end up kissing a potato. Probably better than the guys we're getting at the moment. I want to come on your show right now. That sounds fucking lit. Is this this a work in progress? Because this seems very thought out yeah I love yeah it. all the time the night that I got made redundant yeah I used to live with a um producer mm-hmm. and I sat down with her I was crying obviously and I was like this is what I want to make and we wrote it all down and I'm on I'm on track because everything you do moves towards what yeah. you want to do eventually 100% you're speaking on it now I reckon like this time next year you'd have it fuck yeah Easy. we're manifesting Easy. it right now yeah. we're speaking it into and fruition can you please because at the moment every time like tonight I know on TV it's like the living room like it's always mm. me and my housemate <laughs> that we're both friends with, we talk about this all the time there's mm. kind of that old like we need a new layer of media personalities on TV because yes. at the moment it's still fucking like even Rove could come back and get his talk. like there's still just those old yeah. I don't even know apart from like Waleed not and, our, you know that like the project not people our generation I know Denny's going on oh thank god we love that yeah um, I've probably just bagged out all our guest posts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, there's definitely something in the market. Like but need you it. need to reinvent it, you know. Like I don't know if a rove would work. Mm. I need to be on a streaming service. Mm. I need to be international. Yeah, 100 It's Froome's world, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Netflix, 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 that. We'll just say that with our crystals. I'll do Stan and I'm a big fan of the ABC. So if ABC want to chop out. Hook me up. If you're listening, holler. There we go. Should we go to break? We're going to go to break. Do you want to take us there? Let's go to a quick break. Make sure while you're waiting, because I know you're waiting on beta breath, go go (laughs) online, rate us five stars on Spotify, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you after the break.
good bitches? You're back with Jules, Jodes and Frooms. Now, we're going to go straight into our listener question, aren't we, Jules? Hey. All right. GB says, Hi, GBs. I'm loving the female self-love movement at the moment, but I've got to be honest with you, I'm just not comfortable doing it myself. The idea of a sex toy makes me feel nervous, and whenever I've tried the OG way, I can't seem to relax and I can't get off like I can with my boyfriend. Now, Luce, Mm. we know that you're an expert in this field. I mean, I'm a huge fan of your wanking highlights reel on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, get into it, good bitches. Can you help our listener out with this wanking debacle? (laughs) Of course. Is she Catholic? (laughs) That's what I was... Release yourself on the Catholic guilt. (laughs) Get out, bitch. Get out. Literally. Um, Yeah, 100%. I think everyone, a lot of women can relate to that, like Mm. being scared of sex toys and just not feeling comfortable doing it yourself and Mm. obviously you need to be both your um conscious mind what's it called your physical and your subconscious sub oh fuck i don't know your physical and your mental like they're on the journey with you (laughs) they've both got to be on for you to be able to enjoy yourself God, I don't really have any advice. I guess something that I have found helpful is talking about it with your friends. Mm. Like me and my two best friends will just message each other and like really make it normal. Just be like, oh, I just had like a crack. And it's it's really nice. But definitely like I've been around people recently that don't do it. And I think it can feel really scary. And it does Mm. for years and years when I was younger, I'd do it and feel really, really guilty. Mm. And it wasn't any way that I was brought up. It's just... I don't know. It's a weird guilty yeah. feeling, well, isn't it? It's ingrained in us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What um, do you guys um, – what's your MO on it? Oh, just cut the shit and go straight to the Lilo too, like the womanizer. <laughs> if that thing is flicking her anywhere near your body, it's like our bodies just are like want to – the urge to just have that on your clit. Mm. Um, start with that and then you're just going to have your eyes rolling to the back of your head. You can't <laughs> not with that thing. A hundred percent. You've got to get the right sex toy mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in your, you know. But sex toys, are re- they are really intimidating. Yeah, they can yeah. be. I understand. But the, the Lilo, the womanizer, is a little handheld device. Just don't put it on setting eight. Otherwise, your clip will fly off, honestly. It's really scary. <laughs> level eight is not a level you need to go to. Don't go to level friend. eight. I've tried it once too many times. Or even the Jeju <laughs> G-Spot vibrator. Yeah, yeah. That thing is so tiny. Shout out to Jeju. I think mm-hmm. I'm saying it right. It's literally like about the site, slightly bigger than a tampon. Mm-hmm. That is not intimidating. You can get the little ones for your first timers. Mm-hmm. I'd highly recommend. But also, as Luce was saying, she's got to find her wanking tribe. Mm. Yeah, you she needs talk, a support system. If you don't have one, write in at Good Bitch Pod. We'll get you there. Yeah. I also think it's important to always do, like, it's kind of like public speaking. Like, you do it once and you get over it. Like, you just have to keep keep on trying and yeah. find porn that's good for you. I'd yeah. recommend male female. <laughs> what would I'd you recommend? recommend Stepsister. No, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we hope we've helped you out. We can. We have lots of recommendations at Good Bitch Pod. DM us, please, my darling, if you have any more questions. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I feel like all the people that would listen to this would have no problem wanking. No problem. <laughs> oh, no, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised. We've got those, yeah, the saints and the Catholic gals out there. Release your Catholic release. guilt, GB. Just release Demon, it. release. Repent. <laughs> repent from your Catholicness. Frooms, we end every interview with the same question. Lucinda Price, mm. what's something you've never told anyone before? This is so bold, you guys. 
We love this. Um, well, I can tell you something that not many people know. Okay. I'm going to have to take my jumpsuit off to... Oh. Okay. She's... She's this, I don't know if this can actually go on the only fans. This is more podcast. than what I bargained for and I fucking love it. Yeah, I love it. this. Yes. We don't have money to give you. No, okay, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'll just describe it. Um, <laughs> the thing that I'm about to tell you, I told someone the other day at a party and I started doing the movement to show them and they're like, oh, no, 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 like, don't oh do God. that. Um, so I have a tattoo, oh, okay. one tattoo on my, in my asshole. Wait. <laughs> So you were going to show us your Who's asshole. done this? Your boy, ex-boyfriend or something? <laughs> no, it's an alien in my crack because for years, you guys will like this, for years I was like, I've never done anal. And I was like, if anyone's going to do anal, they have to get past the alien. So I've got this little alien head just like in my crack in the very top of it. And I've always thought... I will only date someone who can handle the alien staring back at them. Oh my god! I so is it love the alien it. really like just looking up at them? One hundred percent. Like it's Catholic in guilt. It's, the, <laughs> it's the little like alien emoji in my bum crack, not really visible unless you are down there. Bend oh, over. Wow, <laughs> I love that. That's fucking sick. We need to talk about the pain I because I, we both get our um, assholes lasered. Mm-hmm. I can say that quite. Confidently, hundred percent. We both get our assholes lasered, and when I, yeah, that that sometimes I think, oh, I can definitely feel you. So how was the pain? I feel like getting an asshole lasered feels good. Is that just oh. me? Oh, so you like that area? I'm, yeah. I'm coming I'm again. I've never done anal, so I don't know. I'm the most, I'm the most like anally minded person who hasn't done anal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's why. I think it is. Yeah. You're in the closet. You're an anal closet. <laughs> mm. Um, it didn't really hurt. It was a stick and poke. And okay. it was my best friend doing it. She's a tattoo artist. Yeah. So that kind of like took some of the pain away. Yeah, that's a beautiful friendship it. that you've got there. And yes, I really like it. I'm just going to honour that friendship for I'm a second here. Thanks, guys. And it was something that I wanted for many, many years. And I'm like, like still shocked. I feel like I'm speechless. I can't believe you've just said that. Like that is, that's the best answer we've ever gotten. I'm really? Sorry. Ever. Ever. Oh, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, that's hot. Oh. <laughs> so, guys, listen is um, about to take her top off and is actually getting her boobs out. So I fucking gorgeous, by the way. Gorgeous. Like, girl crushing over here. Thanks, guys. Lucinda, where can our GBs find you before I wrap this up? Okay, so find me at www.froomswell.com. You can find a lot of helpful links there. Um, I believe the starter pack of Froomswell is going on my Instagram, which is at frooms with three O's. Otherwise... Oh, my God, sign up to my newsletter. That's, like, my new favourite thing that I do because I love writing. We did, yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. We signed up. Open it, you know. Give me that open <laughs> open rate. We're yeah. on about 40%, which is pretty good for a newsletter. Yeah. Um, find me all there or just I've, I feel like I'll come into your orbit when time, you know, I'm like an alien. I'll come into your orbit when the time is right. Ooh, if we don't see you on Netflix before then. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Guys, also did the podcast in this same room with Equity Mates the other week and we've done a pact where it's like whoever can make a million dollars by this time next year wins. So that's another Team one. Team Lucinda. Oh. Team, Team Lucinda. Lucinda. <laughs> GBs, go and follow her. She's fucking hilarious. Uh, she's going to be everywhere like ASAP if, yeah. if she's get not already. Get on the train now. 100%. Don't get left behind. Frooms, thank you so much. GBs, we will see you next Tuesday. Love you, bitches. Love you guys. Thanks for having me.